I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to be here today and going to talk about, I guess this will be more of like a business advice, make you think about your team building and business relationships. But it's one that I really want to talk about because I have had a lot of experience obviously being behind the scenes of a lot of businesses, like hundreds of businesses. And so I've seen a lot of teams and leadership styles and the way people manage and I've learned a ton from that still do we learn all the time and I also know personally you know growing my team like growing your team is arguably the hardest thing that you do in your business I think because like just relationships managing relationships is really hard being a leader is really hard and so I want you guys to know that I think that before I before I say this episode Because I've just noticed like, okay, I'm going to be like totally honest in this community of influencers and people who are often really, really good at marketing and sales, there's a really big gap between that, like, like that, and then them translating their skills and having good team building skills and also like treating their team well. And Like I said, it's really hard, but you have to be willing to do the work, in my opinion, to grow your team and nurture those relationships in order to grow. And so here's kind of what I'm going to challenge everybody to do. First of all, hire hire Alex Sharfin. (laughs) Like, let me just plug that because I would, I was a terrible leader before Alex Sharfin. I did not know how to run teams. Like I didn't, I didn't have team meetings. Like I was terrible, like three years to whatever, two years ago. Uh, when I met him and he's changed everything for me. And so I, I kind of wish sometimes I'm like, just go through Alex's program and then come back and talk to me and then we'll have it all figured out. But I, I'm really good also at like pinpointing businesses and being like, here's the problem. I see this problem. Like I can just see problems. I think someday I would love to like actually help people with that in some way. Like obviously that would be a huge distraction for me right now, but I really enjoy just like going into a business and finding problems and telling them like do exactly this to fix it. And I feel like I'm really good at seeing that. And every business is broken. Every business has problems. So it's fun (laughs) to go in and find them, especially when the person goes and implements and fixes them. So anyways, here's kind of my my challenge and how I want you guys to look at um, treating your business relationships. And this really is especially for hiring like outside companies to do stuff with you. And it's it's become a requirement for us and how we position ourselves when we work with clients. Um, 
And that is that you never want to be in a situation where you're dictating everything, where you're like, this is what we're going to do. Here's how it goes. Like, I don't have, I don't want to, I don't want any feedback from anyone. And so I've read a lot of books too about this and how, you know, in the corporate world, like that is how it is. Like if you're up, if you're higher up the ladder, like you do what they say, your opinion doesn't really matter. I've never worked in the corporate world. So I only know like the experience of what I've read, like through books about it. Um, but that it's really common that it's like, you know, those people higher up, they call the shots and they don't listen to feedback. And, you know, those like a lot of times people below, like their opinions don't matter. And here's the reality. Those people know better than the people higher up. And like in my company too, you know, my people on like the quote front lines, my ads managers, they know more than I do. They know more than my head of the whole ads team because they're in it every day, all day. And so if I created a culture where I didn't listen to them and I didn't like allow them to feel safe being like, hey, why are we doing it that way? Or like, I think we should do it this way. Um, I talk a lot about our all ads team meeting that we have every other week. And I just sit on that meeting um, on mute and I take notes like we just had it yesterday and I just take a bunch of notes, but I just let them talk. And the whole meeting is not structured to like tell them things. It's structured for conversation. It's like we ask like, what, what are we doing well? Where are we in momentum in our company? What are we doing? What do we need to improve? And we just have like open dialogue. Anyone can talk. We want you to talk. Um, and, and a lot of times we really try, like the leaders don't talk. We're, we're trying to get everybody else to talk and it's so powerful. I can't even tell you, I come out of that meeting every single time with like, wow, I would never would have come up with that idea or that solution if I didn't ask them, like I would have never thought of it myself. So whether it's a team member, like an employee or an outside person that you hire, like make sure that you, um, you know, an outside service company, Make sure you are creating a relationship where you're constantly open to feedback and you're hiring people who are experts at doing that thing, whatever it is that you're hiring for, and that you're looking for them to tell you what to do. Like I'm an expert at marketing, but I'm not an ads manager eight hours a day. And so my ads managers often know better than I do. And I need them to tell me, you know, what we should do or what we should fix or what's working and what's not working. And so what we say to a lot of our clients, and so so we've learned this over time, that if somebody's not willing to have that type of relationship with us, it doesn't work. And so we screen for this in our application process because it's uh, it's really stressful when someone's like, this is how we're doing it. I'm right, you know, and and doesn't see it that way. And so really what, what you're looking for is a relationship that feels more like a partnership. And in ways, it should also, on the flip side, whoever's delivering that service, if it's you know a, an outside company or an employer or a subcontractor, they should be giving 110% to it. Like they should be, you never want somebody to be just care about clocking in and clocking out or like, let me use our company for an example. If my team only cared about just coming in, logging into the ads manager, optimizing the ads and logging out every day and they didn't see the big picture they didn't build a relationship with clients they didn't understand the business itself it would be a huge problem and so when you are have that like leadership style where and let me be honest like I used to do it like that and I think the reason is because you're afraid to let go control you're afraid to trust other people with your babies with your business and so 
the the key is in order to build that trust what you have to do is hire people who are better than you at what you need done mistake I made you know I thought I had to like train everybody to do it mistake I made a couple years ago so um you want to always have relationships where it feels like a partnership, where it feels like that person is 110% invested in the in everything they do. They show up excited. They're not just clocking in and clocking out. They're not just, you know, doing the bare minimum. They're really understanding the big picture. But you as the leader have to create the space for that. You have to create the feeling of safety for that, of collaboration. And that means like if they ask you for something, you get it to them. You know, if my team asks me for content, I'm going to do it and I'm going to, I'm going to get it to them. You know, I'm not going to be like, no, that's a bad idea. I mean, unless I really thought it was a bad idea, but if it's like, yeah, let's try it, let's do it. You know, like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's great. We tried it, you know? So we really look for this. And so what we've done is in our screening process, we use this language of really partnership, collaborative, it's not a one-way relationship. We're not going to be um, doing all the work for you and then just like you sit back. Like we're going to be asking you for content. We're going to be asking you um, questions about your messaging. We're going to be asking you possibly to change your foundation a little bit, to change the back end of your funnel. And if you don't do those things, this relationship won't be successful. And that's true for all relationships. They're never one way. And so you, any team building, any relationship you have in business – you have to go in it with this. And I really encourage you, especially for your like employees and immediate team, that you create the environment where collaboration is like one of the core top values you have because it will change everything for you. You won't feel, I don't wake up feeling this like really heavy weight to go solve all these problems in my business. Like we don't have, you know, we have problems. We always have problems. But like if we have a problem, I'm not like, I'm not stressing out like, oh my gosh, I got to find the answer so everybody can fix this. It's like my team finds the answer. They tell me the answer and I give some feedback because I have a really good high up, like removed vision of it and opinions, but they're telling me the answers. They're solving the problems. You don't have to have that pressure every day in your company and you never want to be in a situation where you're just like, you're just going to feel so stressed if you're just telling everybody exactly what to do. And it's a very one way relationship. And so I want everyone to, you know, remove any ego around this. Cause like I said, you know, five times already in this episode, like it is the hardest thing you will ever do. And you have to be willing to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and growing a team and building business relationships and all that. And being a leader, it is the hardest thing you'll do. You have to be willing to admit that you're wrong sometimes And I, you know, I have no problem doing that. I have no problem being like, you know, I say to my team all the time, like, hey, here's my opinion, but you call me out if I'm wrong. You better call me out. Like the only time I'm going to be upset is if we do something that you were thinking in your head, we should not have done that. And you didn't say anything. (laughs) So I want to be called out and I create this space where that can happen and create this space where collaboration constantly happens. And if you do that, you will just feel so much pressure lifted off of you because you're not going to feel like it's up to you to tell everybody what to do. It's up to you to solve all the problems. It's up to you to drive everything. Like that's just terrible. It sucks when you're in that position. And I've been in that position again, you know, in small ways. Like for example, you know, sometimes I might have a department where I'm feeling like, wait a second, I'm really driving this. What do I need to do here to fix that? And either it's the person or it's the way I'm showing up and I haven't given them the opportunity to like step up and do it. And so... The summary here is 
look for partnerships in your everything you do in someone that's going to be completely invested not just in the tactical clock in and clock out work that they do for you but also in the big picture and in being a visionary with you sometimes and bringing ideas that you might not have think, thought of and it's your job as a leader to create that space if you create that space, people will show up and, and act that way. But you have to create the, the safety feeling to do that. And you also have to be willing to hold your end. So you have to be willing to do what you say, hold your commitments um, and show up. It's, you know, it's not that one way relationship where they're just uh, actually here's a great example. I was talking to um, I, I was watching a, a training Angela Loria did the other day and she was saying how. A lot of like the old, um, the old mentality. So what I was talking about, the old like dictatorship at the top, you know, is always right type of mentality. The other thing that everybody used to think then in like the factory days was if I pay people, they will come in and do work. And if I pay them more, they will do even better work. And like, it's just the exchange of money. And that's not true anymore. That's not true because of the generations like, millennial generation to be honest with you has changed this in a good way where they value their time more than money and so you're if you just say like I'll just pay my employees and they'll they'll come in and do the work and it's this one-way relationship where if I pay them that's all I have to do and then they'll do what I want it doesn't work like that you have to create a an environment where they're able to fulfill their purpose and their passions and they see value in their time and they love what they're doing. If they hate what they're doing, they're going to quit and you're going to hate it and you're going to feel so stressed out about it. And it's so true because I don't think all of our like culture has caught up to this yet because it is so old school of just like, you know, you listen to the top, you come in, you clock in, you do your work, you do your job, you get paid. And that's what I'm here to do is get paid. Not anymore. People are here because they value their time. They want to love what they're doing. They want to feel challenged. They want to grow. They want to make sure they, you know, wake up happy. They value all that way more than money. So it's not about like, can I pay them more money? Can I bonus my team more to get more work out of them? It's like, I have to just step up and be a really good leader, which sometimes it's not always easy to know what to do to do that. Um, if you're If you're feeling stuck about what to do to create that environment, one thing I've done before is I interviewed every ads manager on my team because they're at the bulk of my team for 15 minutes each. And I just asked them, like, what do you love doing? Why are you here in this world? What are you passionate about? Like, tell me about you. And I learned so much from doing that. And it was just a really good relationship building thing. And it gave me some great ideas. Um, but I also told them how much I cared. So create those partnerships. Don't have a one-way relationship. That means you show up and do your part and the other people that you hire, whether it's team members, employees, subcontractors, or it's like an agency or somebody else that you're working with that you hire to do a project or, or do something outside of, of your in, you know, internal business. If you treat it that way and you show up and do your part, they will show up and do their part. And if you create that space and that collaboration space, it will be so powerful. All right, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please go leave me a review on iTunes or send me an Instagram message and tell me your biggest takeaway from tuning in today. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, 
do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.